I think I learnt very much about how to look at dance as an art form more than just performing um, and looking at the life skills you can take away from dance. I learnt a lot about how to choreograph a piece of dance into a work and how to encapsulate the audience into what you were dancing about. Welcome to season six of Spotlight on the Arts, the HSC series. Join us as we chat with high achievers and exemplary HSC arts students who share their process, creativity, and tips to survive that final year of schooling. Imogen Grant of Bridgetine Catholic College Randwick is a dedicated and talented dance student studying the course through the Viva program at Southern Cross Catholic College Burwood. Imogen has been studying dance for 12 years and has been a valuable ensemble member of Casper's Marawadine Gujaga program for the past five years. Welcome, Imogen. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for joining us. Let's get straight into it. Tell us a little bit about why you selected dance for your HSC. So I've been dancing for, as you said, 12 years. Dance is my passion and it's my dream, what I'd like to pursue as a career after high school. So I really wanted to take my dancing to another level and actually study it as a subject in my HSC, knowing that I could achieve really great marks. Brilliant. And how was studying off-site? You did it through the Viva program at Burwood. So what was um, the benefits of doing dance through Viva? Um, I think getting to have other class members, it also being co-ed, there were two boys in my class, so that was very different coming from an all-girls school. And I think travelling as well, getting out of, you know, the eastern suburbs and going more inner west was really interesting to see Burwood. I'd never been to Burwood before. Yeah, it was really, really interesting to be in a space that had a dance room as well, you know, beautiful springed floors and mirrors from floor to ceiling. So, yeah, it was a great eye-opening experience for me to look into it. Wonderful. What are two things that you feel that you've gained as a personal skill from doing this subject? I think I learnt very much about how to look at dance as an art form more than just performing um, and looking at the life skills you can take away from dance. I learned a lot about how to choreograph a piece of dance into a work and how to encapsulate the audience into what you were dancing about. That's a perfect segue into the next question. Tell us about your practical works and how you develop them. So I did core performance, core composition, and for my major I chose composition. So I'll talk about my core composition first. It's called Intergenerational Trauma and it's taken from my own personal story of my grandfather. He was stolen at the age of nine and sent to Kinchilla Boys' home up in Kempsey. So I took what my pop had experienced and sort of spoke about how that affects the next generations after him. So that would include my mother and then me and my brothers. And so the piece of work goes through three sections First, having the trauma being stuck, not being able to move. And the whole first section of my dance, I'm on the floor, not moving. I never really get off the floor. It's all low levels. Second section is about how to sort of push past it, accept that it's there. Try to sort of find another way to get around the traumatic situation of knowing that that's what my grandfather had gone through at such a young age, not being able to experience his life to the fullest. And then the final section is, you know, him overcoming it 
obviously trauma never leaves you, but you can definitely overcome it, accept it for what it is and sort of give perspective onto the next generations that, you know, you have to accept what's in your past, but that's not going to affect your future. Even though my pop went through such traumatizing experiences as a child, as a young adult, he was still the most loving father and grandfather. And I think my mom and my auntie were very proud to have them as, you know, have him as their father. Wow. What an incredible personal story and to see how you've structured that into um, your personal narrative through movement and dance. What, what a privilege. Yeah, it was really interesting to tap into that. I'm very passionate about my culture. I always have been. And I definitely get that a lot from my mother. She's always, you know, told us never to be ashamed of who we are and to really embrace our culture as it is the oldest living culture in the world. It's a fabulous culture to be Indigenous and a First Nations person of Australia. Absolutely. So did you experience any challenges that you had to overcome or what were some of the solutions that you discovered through the creative process? Yeah, definitely. You're going to have, you know, ups and downs and good days and bad days. There were some days I definitely didn't have a creative passage and I felt really stuck and I felt like I couldn't make choreography up. But the ways I sort of overcome that was, you know, to take a deep breath and really overlook at what I'm trying to accomplish and what I'm trying to hook into the audience or the HSC markers at the end of the day. So most of the time I just set my phone off and even if I was sort of just dancing to no music or just dancing to a rhythm in my head, I think the biggest thing I found was just videoing and documenting every single piece of, you know, step of the puzzle I was doing so that, you know, I might think whatever I was doing at the time was not going to be a part of the final choreography, but you know, I go back over it the next day and I say, oh, I actually liked what I did. Let's try and use it and move it and put it into a type of movement for the choreography process. And it's a very personal process, yeah. great practice to be able to view back your own self in, in movement and see what worked. If you could give your former Year 11 self before you started this course some kind of advice, what would that be? To not doubt yourself. When I first chose dance, those first like four weeks of the course, I came home and I said to my mom, I was like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do HSC dance. It's too hard. It's too complicated. There's four components. One's theory and three is practical. When am I ever going to get the time to do this? But I think I had a lot of self-doubt and I think the biggest thing I'd say to myself was just to believe in myself that you know, this is your passion. It's what you want to do as a career. So push through it. It's not going to be an easy course, but um, I don't think anything is easy in life to get to where you want to go to. So yeah, just believing in myself. Very wise. And getting into the actual HSC process, how important was the process diary and the journal to your process, particularly in composition? Yeah, so documenting, as I said before, was really important. I think also to look back on how far I'd come in terms of how my creative flow was processing and progressing. So I think, yeah, definitely after every class on Thursday that I had out at Southern Cross, I definitely made sure I was on top of the ball to document what I was, what I'd done that day in class, what my teacher had given me feedback on. Because obviously, you know, the teacher's going to give you criticism, good and bad, and it they want what's best for you at the end of the day and what they think is going to make your composition be fabulous. So, yeah, it was important. 
If you could change one thing about your preparation for HSC dance, what would that be and why? Probably not to overload myself. I feel like as it was getting closer to the HSC, my major composition and core composition both weren't finished yet and I both really needed to work on them, especially since I had to teach the dance to two other people to dance for my HSC. So I think I overloaded myself way too much and I was definitely cramming in days where I just constantly choreographed and it became messy. And so, you know, I think taking some days off and really prioritising time, you know, also with your other subjects as well because dance is such a big um, subject you have to do for your HSC. So, yeah, I think sort of breaking it down and making it less compacted on itself would have been something I would have done manageable bite-size scheduling yeah so communication is always an integral component of the arts how did you make sure that you had effective communication with your other dancers with your teachers throughout the whole creative process so I had two teachers my original teacher she went on maternity leave so about halfway through like year 11, beginning of year 12, she wasn't there. But we still stayed in con- um, contact with her almost every week. We had a great substitute teacher who was fabulous as well, both very creative, very talented teachers. And I think having them to mentor us through year 11 and 12 really helped. They supported us really well, um, me and all my classmates. So, yeah, I definitely took on board everything they had to say, um, whether it was good or bad. One of the teachers is a HSC marker and so she knows what she's looking at in terms of marking the HSC at the end of the day. So that was really, that was a bit of an insight. And then in terms of staying in communication with my two student dancers, both of them I do dancing with outside of school. So I already had a really good friendship with both of them. I knew I could rely on them and trust them to put in their own time and effort as well as what they had on their plate to really give to my HSC as well which I thanked them so much for especially when we got into lockdown I had to start rehearsing in the park because there was no dance studios open so you know having to call them up and say hey can you meet me at this park and just knowing that they were going to be there that really helped me and that kept my anxiety down to a really bare minimum so yeah communication is important. And also that whole notion of collaboration for 21st century learning, it's future skills that you can apply in so many areas of being able to manage that. So you were also part of the Good Jaga Ensemble program, as we mentioned earlier. How important do you think it is to get involved in extracurricular to assist with your school-based work, and particularly with this one, which has brings about a cultural, a personal cultural awareness for others? Yeah, so when I started Gujaga in Year 7, I'd never really tapped into my cultural dance side. Um, I knew a lot about my culture, but I knew nothing about the arts in my culture and performing. So that was really interesting. I think doing that as well as also sitting my HSC, that it sort of brought me back down to earth and made me realise, you know, yep, the HSC is this really big thing for two years, but it's not your whole life and you have so much more to be grateful for than just your HSC. And I think definitely doing Gajaga helped me, you know, connect back in with my culture, tap into my mentors and my other teachers that were there, especially the other students that I got to see each week that, you know, brought a lot of happiness to my heart. Beautiful. Now, finally, what is in future? What's in store for you next year? What's your plan? 
So I've applied to go and study up at NASDAQ, which is a performing arts college on the Central Coast. I first heard about NASDAQ through Gajaga, actually. I was accepted to go to a dance camp in year eight, and that just opened my eyes up to every possibility of my future. And it's been my dream since year eight now to go to NASDAQ and study. So I will be studying, hopefully, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander performing arts and it'd be a diploma. So it goes for about three, three and a half years. And then, yeah, I'd come out with a diploma and then I'm hoping to audition for Bangara. That's my ultimate dream to, you know, travel around the world and show people our amazing culture. Imogen, you are an incredibly wise young woman. You are an asset to your college to your family, and it has been our privilege to watch you grow, not only as a dancer, but as an incredibly talented human being. So thank you so much for um, giving us your time today. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.